Since 1992, Genesis House has been helping real people heal from addiction on their private recovery campus in beautiful Palm Beach County, Florida. Their family-owned program is accredited by the Joint Commission and offers detox and dual diagnosis treatment in a comfortable and confidential setting. At Genesis House, they focus on treating the underlying causes of addiction. Their comprehensive approach includes psychiatric care, individual and small group therapy, trauma healing techniques, and holistic care including yoga, massage, and animal-assisted therapy. After treatment, their clients enjoy the lifelong support of a nationwide network of Genesis House alumni. Call Genesis House today at 1-800-737-0933 to speak with someone who understands. Visit them on the web at www.genesishouse.net. It's time to start your journey to a long and successful recovery. Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast is brought to you by the Friends in Recovery community, a thriving network of individuals who are fighting back against the stigma of addiction. Join our hosts as they speak up about the real issues of addiction, treatment, and recovery. Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, here are your friends in recovery. Welcome, everybody, to the Friends in Recovery podcast. I'm your host, Jersey Ed, along with my co-host, Noontime with Sky and Tiff. Hello, ladies. How are you guys doing today? Good. Fabulous. Feeling a little sassy. Yeah, no, <laughs> new hair, Tiff. What happened? You, you miss one show and you grow all oh, kinds of hair. It was a really um, incredible weekend and i woke up and here i have this hair Boom, hair can you pass that secret along to me one day yes <laughs> all right good, good email me it okay the secret will cost you like 39.99 all right i can do that <laughs> well so it looks expensive. wonderful and for you guys who are not watching you're gonna have to come over to youtube and watch what we're talking about for tiff how you doing sky good fabulous Fabulous. Good, good. Well, first and foremost, guys, I'd like to thank Genesis House um, for their ongoing support, of course, for this podcast. Um, without them, this would not be possible. So thank you, Genesis mm -hmm. House. And, you know, like I say every week, guys, listen back to that commercial. I hope you guys really are doing that if you're struggling. Stop here, rewind to the commercial that was just played, and listen to it because it's really, really important. There's a phone number in there, and 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 Carl probably put the phone number up here too right now, and you'll see it. it's it's a, it, it's Genesis House number. If you're struggling, just call or send us an email. I help at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com or, or comment below, you know, whatever, you know, whatever you guys do, just get some help. That's all. Yeah, just get Whatever you feel comfortable with, right? Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. However you feel comfortable, reach out, take the first step, and just, you know, just do it. So again, I like to thank Genesis House for all that. Um, this week's show topic, step three, the spiritual principle, which is faith. And uh, stay, tuned, stay tuned for some amazing recovery. <laughs> Spit it all out, right? <laughs> um, so why we're, um, my mind is racing a thousand miles an hour. I just drank coffee. So today, guys, <laughs> I will be using, I'm telling you. Because I had a so I'm going to tell you why I'm going camping this weekend, right? <laughs> this is the real shit, man. This is real shit. Yeah. 
going camping this weekend. I just bought myself a nice French press. I use one here at the house, but I always had a percolator when we go camping and it gets all over the place. It boils over. And yeah. I'm like, I'm going to get me a nice French press. And it's a camping French press, right? So I figured it out and I did it all and I drank like three cups of coffee. So that's why I'm talking a million miles an hour, a thousand, you know, blah, 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 on and on and on. So I drank the whole damn pot of coffee. So there you go. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the literature we're using at gonna all be, today. He's going to have to take a potty break about halfway oh, through. Oh, yeah. Show, right? yeah. Plus, they got a bunch of water I'm drinking. So <laughs> <laughs> back now, back to our regular. Are regular you wearing your depends? Did you put your diaper on? <laughs> yes, I do. It. That's how I get to this show, these extra long shows that we do now. So, right. All right, guys. So the literature we're using today is going to be, I'm going to be using the 12 and 12. And here's a shout out to, to Rob Hooper, Rob Hooper's spirit, uh, step principle handout sheet. If any of you guys are from um, listening from Genesis House, a client or alumni, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, and also the life recovery workbook. Um, it's the green workbook. Um, and Tiff is going to be using life recovery workbook and the daily reflections. I'd like to see what that is about because I did not read the daily reflections today. So. Um, and Skylar's, of course, her our NA, our NA guru, um, the how and why, the basic text. And here's something different. The ACA, Red Book, brothers and sisters. It's, can I get an amen? <laughs> there it is. Hallelujah. 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 Can I yeah. brother Ed? Jesus. That's right. That's right. That's right. So um, <laughs> my kids really think I say Jesus like that. <laughs> they, they'll, they say mom say jesus and i'm like jesus and they're like they think i really say jesus heals ladies and gentlemen <laughs> i could be one of those guys right <laughs> anyway so we're gonna go to our sober shout outs after this whole mess that we just hit here um so go grab your go grab your your literature um and we'll uh we'll we'll keep the show going for you when you get back you'll have a handful of books so get you know ed I would like to know, I would, I wish people would comment below what they use for these. Yeah. Tools. Yeah. Uh, because I, I mean, I just know the ones that I use, which I kind of just pick up at random when people share them with me. Mm -hmm. So I love to hear what other people are using. So comment below and let us yeah. know what you're using. Yeah, please do that. Absolutely. So, um, so we're going to go to some sober shout outs, uh, Tiff. And I think, uh, Skylar has some sober shout outs. All right, I will start us off then. The first one I want to shout out to is Maria, who's at the retreat right now. Maria. She, she just recently did her fifth step with me. Yay. And she got her 30 days on that day. So All shout right. out to Maria. I want to give a shout out to that Dawn Patrol meeting that I was telling you guys about, that other morning meeting. I told them I was going to give you a shout out because they... People just know me as the friend in recovery. And so anyway, uh, Dawn Patrol, it's at 7.45 a.m. Central Standard Time. And then I also want to give a quick shout out to my friend, Kevin. Uh, right now, he's really going through a hard time. And I really admire his strength and perseverance during this really difficult time. And so if I could ask people to send some prayers out to Kevin, that would be great. Just put him out in the planet, please. And that's all I have for shout outs. Over Thanks. to you, Sky. <laughs> Prayers to Kevin. Prayers to um, Kevin. So I have a shout out for Heidi. Um, this is one of my friends I met at a, at a meeting, and she's I think up to day five today, 
which is a big deal. She's right. for weeks. She's been really pushing it and trying and reaching out to me. And she's still been attending the meetings, but she, you know, she's finally, and you know, so she's, she's coming along and uh, it's so hard in the beginning. And we know that. So that's why I really yeah. want to give her a shout out because she's really like kicking butt, trying, reaching out. And that's what it's all about. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah. And uh, just Jessica and Jolene from the uh, Liverpool meeting. Cool. Is that, is that, do they know John and Paul and George and Ringo? No, but I'm, I'm gonna. I <laughs> that think was last week's joke. I know, I know. I gotta stop those jokes. So, <laughs> I would like to give a shout out, guys. I was on. I've been on it before, but the um, when I go running about seven thirty in the morning, um, Eastern time, there's a, a meeting at seven thirty called Good Morning Avalon, and sometimes I get on it, sometimes I don't. But Tiffany sent all the information this this morning to us, and I'm like, I. Instead of listening to Twisted Sister and Bon Jovi, <laughs> I might as well get some good recovery while I'm running. Exactly. And I did. And it was really good. Really good meeting today. So a good shout out to everybody over there. And also, guys, I also want to shout out, and, and we don't do this a lot, but I want to give a shout out to the Friends and Recovery community. Those people are amazing over there. I mean, everybody, you know, every from Beth to, um, you know, everybody over there, uh, John L and, and everybody in that community is just amazing. So we couldn't do it without everybody, even even people who come in the newbies, too, and, and everybody who just shows up for the first time. It's amazing. So shout out to them. Um, and if you want to get your sober shout outs to us, please email us at help. Help in. Re hold on. Email us at friendsandrecoverypodcast.com. I only have friendsandrecoverypodcast.com on here. So I have to do, I have to redo that. So I made I, that I'm mistake. That was I my error. I know. I'm a script guy. I'm a script guy. So Tiff, since we're talking about the friends and recovery community over there, you want to tell us what, where they can find the meetings, where our listeners can find the meetings? Dorkin, we have meetings twice a day at noon and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, as well as all of our additional meetings, such as we have, of course, I have to shout out the alumni and friends and the big book study, but we have the um, other meetings during the week. We have um, meditation. Yeah, the meditation meeting. We have the loved ones group. We have the recovery 911. All yeah. sorts of things. Big first book responders. study on Sunday. What? The first responders. Oh, yeah. First responders. And of course, we have that new meeting at 8 a.m. on yes. Saturdays, which is awesome. And that's the newcomers meeting where everybody's welcome. All and Eastern, then, Eastern Standard Time, she's talking. All Eastern yeah. Time. Yeah. Eastern Standard Time. He just doesn't let me finish today. I know, I know, I know. It's like coffee. I'm reading guys. my script, like and I don't know why you keep interrupting me. You have the same script. I do. I you do. can see what I'm reading. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, if you want to find our meeting list, you can go to genesishouse.net under connections. Um, and then, of course, the seven, all of our 7 p.m. meetings are listed at the AA group aa-intergroup.org website so you can find us on there as well just search friends and recovery and you'll find us and then we have our coin challenge Yay. attend any 30 friends and recovery coin <laughs> meetings <laughs> now i'm pulling an ed any 30 friends and recovery meetings and you will earn the highly sought after friends and recovery zooming through recovery coin but it's 
Got our logo on this one side and Bill and Bob with Matt. Wait, let's see those nails. It matches everything. Look at that. <laughs> Do that again. Show us that. Look at that. Matches it all, guys. You have to be <laughs> on YouTube to see that. If you're not on YouTube, you're missing out. So, <laughs> and uh, that's all I have. <laughs> this is going to be a long show. I think guys. Sky has some social media. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just out of control right now. <laughs> so just do whatever the fuck you want at this point. I'll be hosting today <laughs> along with Sky and Ed is the co host. <laughs> yes, I'm the co host today. I'll sit back and drink my water. Skyler and I will be hosts today. <laughs> We all have bad days, you know, sometimes we do, we you know, do. Yeah. We're the newcomers. It really doesn't. Yeah. You know? yeah but you know, we're going to get a thousand emails and a, and a, and a, a hundred comments saying, this is the best show ever. It was the best show ever. I hope, I <laughs> we like it when you're dark. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Um, so connect with us. though, guys, we are on Facebook. We have on the Genesis house page. You can um, go there and there's groups. There is the friends and recovery community. There's the alumni only group. And then there's the friends and recovery adventures group. So join all them for activities. Um, and, and that's another thing I wanted to point out. Like if you guys want to get involved in service, reach out to us. We have, if you have five hours clean to 500 days clean, whatever we have service for you. Also activities like, you know, fellowship is huge outside of the rooms, you know? So if you guys want to get involved in activities, let us know. Like I know, you know, I have a, there's a convention coming up. There's different things we can get involved in. Let us know. Um, that was one of the main questions I had when I first got clean is how do you have fun in recovery? Yeah. So, you know, um, it, it, that's, this is it. So if you guys have any questions that let us know. Um, also we're on Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook. And then Telegram. You want to go in Telegram. It's a message app. We have a, a big thread of, of everybody. Um, so if you're struggling, you can put in the message, hey, I, I need someone to talk to, or hey, I just had 30 days, you know, whatever you want to put in the group. So we have yeah. that as well. It's a great app. Well, we should get out. We should give a shout out to Mark. Uh, Mark, who runs our um, recovery oh, 911 meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Uh, he's wrote in the Telegram that he 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 got the role oh, he got yeah, the role he did. yeah he did so, yeah congratulations yeah, congratulations mark. mark yeah congratulations <laughs> on getting a role mark basically he auditioned for something and 20 years he hasn't auditioned for anything and he got the role that he was going yes for. oh nice that's what recovery yes. brings man look at you know that's what recovery brings so i was thinking like a roll of quarters i'm like oh. <laughs> no no he's got, he's got like a roll -E. like, i got it yeah <laughs> yes yeah. So congratulations. Awesome, Good thinking. Yeah. So guys, thank you for listening to the friends of recovery pot. No, it's, it's right. <laughs> stay sober, everyone. Night, night. Stay sober, everyone. <laughs> I'm done. I'm, you know, I'm going to crash after drinking all this coffee. You know, I'm going to be like, at, at the head. end of the show, you're going to be time. like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is this over yet, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm I'm having a good time. We had a, li a little pre-show before and we had a lot of good things going on. And I just also want to say what a good group we have here, the three of us. Good stuff that goes out. And you know what? It's not just me saying that. Look at the comments. Look at the views. Look at the mm -hmm. people who, who email us, you know. So it is a good show. And and we, we have to thank the listeners, too, also for, for you know, eating this information up and, and living their sober, good, clean life. So, but we're here, we're here for the question of the week. We're at the point of the question of the week. <laughs> I promise we'll get to the meat of the show, guys. So the question of the week, what it's what's your one big goal this year that you want to check the box on? Something that's maybe makes you afraid or something that you know it's so big that you think you're not gonna do it, but you know what? 
anything's possible, right? Anything's possible. And you want to check that box off and be really proud of it. So Sky, what's that one big thing you want to get done this year that you want to check the box on? Well, um, there's a few things, but the main thing was um, like the retreat. I, I'm so excited about that because I've never been on one. So like Good. that has always been on a bucket list. But I think like for a while I was scared to like jump into that commitment. You know what I mean? But like now I have like a community where I feel comfortable to make that commitment and go on a retreat with them. Like, does that make sense? Like I, yeah. I wasn't so involved with AA or NA where I felt comfortable going on a retreat yeah. with a bunch of people. But now I have this community with Bob C and all. I'm just like, I don't, I don't even care if I know them. I know I'll feel comfortable there. Absolutely. Like that's yeah. an awesome feeling. Like that's, yeah. that step right three right there, feeling the flow of like that energy inside. Like, I love it. Oh, that's yeah, really good. <laughs> yeah, I love that's, it. That's a good goal. Yeah. Tiff, what do you got? What's, what's your one big goal that you want to check the box on? Well, you me? made the question sound so deep now. So now I, okay. That sounds <laughs> so deep. Get nails done. Is that, here's oh, you got Here's right. my thing. This is no pun intended. You made it sound so deep. I really want a swimming pool. That's, that's great. That's so, great. I know that might sound shallow, no, no pun intended, but <laughs> um, anyway, you know, the, our kids are at uh, an age and, you know, we have a range of kids with seven kids, obviously, but you know, the older ones are older. So they're starting to come home and visit too on a regular basis. You know, they're not just like party, like rock stars anymore. Mm-hmm. And then our little ones, little ones. And then we have, you know, the, the teenagers, which we call the middles. They're just all at a really good age yeah. to have a pool. Yeah. And then also for the future, you know, yeah. we're old. We probably could have grandkids at some oh, point please. and they'll use the pool and yada, yada, yada. And I just want one. I just want one. So <laughs> I've always wanted it. And my last name is pool. That there is the go. truth. So anyway, go. I want a swimming pool. Tiffany Pool's pool. Awesome. It's in the to- works, just so you know. All right. See, now that's a goal. That's a good goal. It doesn't have yeah. to be something physical somewhere where you're going. That's that's a that's a um a savings goal. That's a financial goal. Because let me tell you, pools aren't cheap, and they ain't cheap to run either. Yeah, <laughs> we had to set things aside like this, this, this. You know, through whatever we start, we set this goal a year ago. Yeah. And so you know, there's been things come up that we wanted to do or wanted, you know, but didn't need. Mm-hmm. And we were like, no, no, you know, there are things that we need to, to get go. done. And, and, yeah. and the, we know what it is. It's the pool. Good. Love so. that goal. There's nothing wrong yeah. with that. That's great. That's great. So how about uh, you, Ed? <laughs> good Lord. So this is going to sound really weird, right? But because you guys know, I love to talk, you know, I talk on this show nonstop. Matter of fact, I cut everybody off on the show half the time anyway. So I'm always talking. My wife is always telling me to shut up. I was in Walmart today shopping and I'm talking to the lady at the, at the, I'm talking to everybody. Right. But the one thing I have never done, the one thing I have never done was a public, I want to, I want to book a public speaking commitment where I stand up in front of people for whatever it is, if it's 20 minutes, half hour, 10 minutes and pick a topic or, or whatever the, the audience wants and really give them some good information. So I'm taking classes on public speaking. Nice. Um, I, nice. I enrolled, I'm going to be hopefully enrolling in, in, um, John Maxwell's, um, uh, kind of coaching program where they do um, a bunch of different public speaking, do a whole bunch of different stuff. So um, plus it'll help me on the show also and help me um, 
in life, you know, and, yeah. and that's my big goal for, for this, this year is to do some public speaking. So I learned a lot actually about listening in the public speaking class that I took, you know, you mm. really have to have listening skills and intuition with your audience oh, enunciation, yeah. you know, when, when you think you're going slow, when you're speaking, you need to speak even slower, yeah. you know, and it's like, cause oh, you're yeah. really going fast. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, so it's that's a great a, goal. Yeah. It's going to be a fun goal. And actually I just sent Skylar a book and she sent me a picture of it. It's called don't drop the mic by TD Jakes, a great book. It's a really, really good book. And, uh, it's, it's a workbook um, too. it's a workbook also. So if yeah. you want a good book on public speaking, TD Jakes, don't drop the mic. So guys today, step three is spiritual principle is faith. And I'm going to read, um, the, uh, read Rob Hooper's worksheet that he sent us. Um, it's the spiritual principles and how to use the steps in everyday living. Um, step three is faith. Um, allegiance to a, allegiance to a duty or a person, loyalty. Uh, the second one uh, definition is belief and trust in God. The third is confidence. And the fourth is a system of religious beliefs. That is what, that's what's on this worksheet. And um, that is what step three is all about. I'll, you know, I mean, a system of religious beliefs, eh, that might be a little pushing it, but that's for Friday night's meeting. Um, <laughs> but, you know, again, and I think we had this conversation, Tiff, you and I um, on a meeting at the end of a meeting in the parking lot, is that um, a God of our understanding doesn't have to be God. It doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's a higher power. It could be nature, it could be the universe. So don't take this the wrong way. It just has to be something greater than yourself. Now I wouldn't use a sponsor or a human being or a coffee cup. Some people say use a doorknob because, you know, don't use a doorknob because, yeah. you know, you could, you, you know, it's like all, all this crazy stuff, but whatever your higher power is. And that if, you know, it, it says allegiance to a, to a duty or a person loyalty, right? So we've got to be loyal to somebody. Um, belief and trust in God or higher power, something bigger than myself, something, you know, something I can put my faith into something I can, you know, like, like it says, turn my will, and my life over to that, that being mm -hmm. and confidence guys, you got to have a lot of confidence to do this step hands oh, down. Yes. You got a lot of have, you got to have a lot of confidence because you know what? You take your will back, that means you have no confidence. And I take my will back a lot. I'm not saying it for a long time, but I do take it back. And mm -hmm. and I have to have the confidence saying, okay, this is going to be handed over and whatever happens, happens. It's okay. Now, am I still uh, scared? Am I still kind of, you know, like wondering what's going to happen? Of course, I'm a human being. But if I get involved in the process, if Ed Chancho plays God or plays a higher power, it gets all fucked up. So if I turn it over, let the process happen, look at it with a clear head and go through whatever it is, my life will be a lot better because I'm not in control of doing these things. I'm not in control of fucking things up because that's what I do. I mess this shit up mm -hmm. when I take control and I take my my will back. And, and that's why I have a sponsor. That's why I have a network. That's why I come on here. That's why I go to meetings. That's why I do all this stuff. So I, I leave that you know, I, so I, I can have the, um, the taking my will back few and far between and shorter bursts. Cause I'm going to take it back. I am a human being. I mean, so what's some reasons you take it. your will back? Like, do you have a, you, can you trust, 
Trust. Trust. Okay. Okay. Great. Oh. Don't trust you. Oh, you don't trust. I was going to say yeah. mine is fear. Like fear, fear trust. Yeah. Fear. Like, my trust. wants versus yeah. what I need. Yeah. yeah. yeah I exactly. like what you said. Um, what like kind of in putting what you just said in one little thing was like actually remaining in a place of faith. I have put written down when your fears kick in, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That this step was really difficult for me. It took me a long time. <laughs> Still um, is for difficult for me. Absolutely. Yeah, but but now it's coming more naturally. But I had to do a lot of healing before I could fully understand this step. A lot yeah. of healing. I did a lot of work. Yeah. You know, I had to, I I didn't, I don't trust anyone. I still that's still a character defect, just like you said, mm-hmm. Ed. Like mm-hmm. I'm I I feel like everybody's talking behind my back. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't, I don't, I feel like people aren't going to get things done or whatever. I just can't rely on anybody. I don't like, to, I, I had to learn to be vulnerable mm-hmm. with this step. Spiritually naked. Yeah. I had to learn to like myself. I, mm-hmm. I mean, just learn in the beginning I'm talking about, right. Mm-hmm. We're on step three. I feel like, you know, we're talking about newcomers and, and things like that. Um, my self-esteem and self-worth really had to be built up for me to start trusting and I agree. Yeah. Turn my will over. Yeah. But you're right. I started taking it back. I mean, a lot of open-mindedness you're talking about too. Like all those things you got to be open-minded to it, the process. So a couple of reasons you asked this guy, when I take it back, my impatience. Oh my gosh. I take it back or like I, and I don't do it as often as I used to, but I can get real heated real quick, mm. you know, like, and I get angry and then I take it back. Cause then it's to get it real fast. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Like yep. this Ready is what's going to go. happen and here's what's going to go down. Right. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It's, um, it was, you know, but you well, have to just keep opening these doors yeah. a little bit, you know, yeah. ha- be willing to open the doors a little bit. And build up that faith, you know, and your loyalty, the belief, your confidence, like you said, is a big one. And, and like Bill said, that step three is, is just a beginning. It's just mm-hmm. a beginning. Just open these doors and be willing to do yeah. it a little bit. Well, Start just breaking like, down those walls. Yeah. And, and yeah, exactly. Breaking down the walls. And just like you yeah. said, Tiff, um, you know, just, just open the door a little bit and it says right at the beginning, and I probably read it every week, this, this month because this month is so freaking long. I'm like, when are we going to get done with step three? You know? Yeah. But there's a lot in step three. We needed this. Yeah. So practicing step three is like opening of a door, which to, to all appears is still closed and locked. All we need is the key and the decision to swing the door open. Um, and then basically it goes, and, and then there is only one key and it's called willingness and the door, it says the door can be, can swing shut again. That's our, our, are taking our will back. And if you read mm-hmm. the first paragraph that's, you know, on 34 and the 12 and 12, that's what it says. And, um, you know, but we can open that door again, but we could take it back, you know, but it, it's, it's that craziness. And how long, how much do you want to go through that, that wash cycle, that spinning, that spin cycle, right? How, how many times do you want to close it open and close it open? Right. I found it's probably better just leave that door open, let my trust go. And that's it. But again, I'm human and I, I do close it every once in a while, you know, so. In, um, I can remember, I was looking back at some of my notes from these workbooks and um, I remember it said, it asked a question like um, remembering the first time you let 
you you started to open the door basically to to trusting in a higher power and and in recovery it was the group of drunks but i was thinking about that question today as i was reading it like i can remember the first time even just as a human that i opened the door a little bit that there was something bigger that i could faith and i could rely on somebody and it was the first time when i was dating chris that i opened up and kind of told him my story mm-hmm. you know not my not my drinking history story because this was prior to recovery but i just remember trusting someone just enough to be, be able to share my real life how i really am what i look like on the inside versus the outside you know and and i actually used that phrase i need to break down a lot of walls I need yep. to break, you know, to be in a relationship. Cause this is kind of where our discussion was like, how can we be in a relationship? Cause I was like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Yeah. And, and I have too many walls. And then I trusted him for like a split second. So something, you know, how people are divinely put in your path. This step you know? is so invisible that we like that right there. It's that's the invisible part of the step. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So he's like, uh, my path was crossed with him for a reason many reasons. And, and a lot of times it's because he saved my life. And well, this, this step seems very easy. Like, okay, just turn my will, my, I can do that. And let's, let's get to step four, because this step comes before a pretty daunting two next two steps. If you think about it. Right. So I think this is, this doesn't get the light that it should get step three. If you read further on in the, in step three, this says that this step is the keystone to all of our steps, right? The keystone. And, and this is the keystone basically is that big stone in between all the other little stones that hold it up. Obviously everything works, but there has to be that keystone. And this Mm -hmm. is where it all begins, you know, and we're building the ark. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you read through the big book, that's the first stone of building the ark. Yes. We've set our foundation, right? Um, by doing steps one and two. And we're mm-hmm. we're now we put the keystone in and we're gonna build the rest of our through the rest of the steps and we'll build our arc. Yeah. So well, Sky, how about you? What's what's your reason for taking your will back once in a while? I think like pride, ego, um, not wanting to say I need help is 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 a hard thing. So oh, it's yeah. like you know, I don't want people to see me down or like, you yeah. know, um, I, I'll go to the food bank or at the church down the street and say I'm struggling with some money. <laughs> you know, like there's just stupid things I do. I've done in this process, just scared and fear. Yeah. It's fear. It's fear. Yeah. Yeah. You know? fear. yeah. And trust. Yep. Yeah. Trust. Yes. Trust. Um, the ACA book t- talks about that. We turn everything over without bargaining with God. You can't yeah. just let over some and not the rest. And I was like, oh, it's so true. Cause it's, you know, it says, so we can begin by turning over self-hatred, self-doubt or fear. We can talk to God to take away our compulsions, resentments and learned rage. And then it's a process like, and this is the process of learning trust. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. I like and- the process because the more we tell our stories or come on here each week and talk about our personal life, you know, our personal life also, right? Not just our drunk log, not just, yeah. you know, whatever happened to us, but every time we share, we're breaking down those walls and, yeah. and, and becoming further and further and further. Like you mm-hmm. just said, Sky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it says here in, on the, um, in the, the life recovery book on page 23, and this ties, 
kind of ties right into it. Trusting God with everything in our lives may be difficult because of our experiences from childhood to the present in which people have repeatedly broken our trust, right? And that that's tough because, um, and and we've repeatedly broken other people's trust too in, in us. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and, and when I look at things like, okay, well, if, if you're not going to, if you're going to trust, if, if I'm going to trust you, you trust me. It's like that give and take. This step has to be done pure. It has to be done just for me and the story. I can't worry about, okay, well, Skylar's not being honest. So fuck it. I don't have to be honest. Like Skylar took her will back. I can take my will back. No, I have to stand again. I have to stay on my own, my, keep my side of the street clean. And especially in this step is I have to really, cause this, this can get kind of convoluted. You can get it kind of mixed up. You know, especially if you're in a marriage or in a in relay, even with a an employer, you know, maybe the employer is not 100 percent um, honest with you. So you're not 100 percent honest with the employer. Yeah, I'm sick today. No. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm at Great Adventure. I've gone to fucking roller coasters going up and down. That's not being honest. You know that that's not you know. I'm just using an example. I don't go on roller coasters. And I barely, very rarely take a day off. So but you have to have that trust. And it doesn't matter what other people say or do, right? You you have to do your keep your side of the street clean. I like what you said I about do. being being honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys know that because of my childhood and how I grew up, and you know the past trauma, I trust nobody. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I was independent. I like I was alone for like since I was four. Like I made all my own decisions. I didn't. I don't trust people to make decisions for me. That's why this step was big. Like, turn what over? Mm. Yeah, right. You know, I've been in control my whole life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. But the getting honest, uh, and it's not so much about the lying while using. Just having the self confidence enough to be honest was part of this step for me. As soon as I, my self-esteem started to build my self-confidence, you know, cause as I got sober, you know, the further along I was in step one and two and, and got to three mm-hmm. and had some time under my belt, learned some tools, worked with a therapist big time. Uh, I was confident enough to be honest. I wasn't but worried you know what, about though? what you people were, are going to say honest than you realize though. Cause when you said, I don't trust and I don't have faith in God that you're being honest with us in the program when you first came. Around. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you were having trust a little bit to even be honest with us to say you didn't believe in God or you didn't trust. So you were being honest before you even realized it. Mm, yeah. I like that. So the but next, I, okay. I will say I didn't say that out loud to people in the beginning, like how mm. you were like bold about, like you were like, God, what, what are you talking about? Like I internalize everything. Okay. And so I wasn't saying that out loud. I was just like, okay, when I got comfortable enough to step through, I was like, okay, I'm ready. You know, mm. I never said that out loud, but yeah. until I started building some confidence, yeah. I internalize everything. Yeah. That is, used to. That is, yeah, that's, I do now. Humility. I still do. Yeah. I so, Humility, so bad. Yeah. I'm a, yeah. so well, bad. Well, Tiff, this, this gets right into what you're talking about. The next sentence life has trained us to be skeptical and, and weary to take charge of the situations because we don't trust anyone anymore. Right. Um, so, so that's, per- I mean, you're doing what society or what your, um, your community or what your situation told you to do as we got raised, you know, some of this stuff, survival. Guys, yeah, survival. Yeah. Some of this stuff is, is, is what we learned, you know, the, the, the dysfunction in our families. And I'm sure you, you can find a lot of that in the ACA book about the dysfunction of this, 
of this yep. step and, and the defunct dysfunction of, of where, you know, how we do this step, because think about it. I think how dysfunctional it would be to keep taking will back. Like, that's crazy. Like if it's working this way where I'm giving my will, but my life is going good. Why am I taking it back and messing it all up? Right. Why? I don't know why I don't have the answer for that. I, I because I'm an addict, I'm an alcoholic because every time I take it back, it just gets messed up again. If I let go, let God, or whatever the saying is that you want, it usually goes, and it, and it gives me a clearer mind, guys, when I'm not thinking and obsessing and trying to control a situation, mm -hmm. it gives me a clear mind so I can see the path I'm walking on. I'm, I don't have to be in the bushes. I don't have to bushwhack shit to get somewhere where I'm going. You know, I could take that clear path when my mind is clear. I have the life recovery workbook out. And it's on page 26 where you have, it says free to choose is really where we're at on that yeah. first question says, what is it about my understanding of God that blocks me from deciding to turn my life and my will over to his care? That was really, that was where I had to really answer some, a tough question. Like what, what is blocking me? And what I found out is that. Mm. I didn't understand anything about religion or faith and not that this is a religious program, but the God of my understanding, it's a real, it's, you know, Christian based. And, um, I didn't understand. I didn't know. I didn't, I just, and then I really didn't have any trust, you know? And then someone said on one of your meetings, guys, something about, um, she said she thought what, what held her back from turning her will and her life over to the care of God, as she understood him, is that she had trauma from men. Mm -hmm. And so she kept looking at this image of a man. And that's something deep things to think about mm -hmm. working through that stuff. Mm -hmm. And that helped me yeah. two years later after I heard that. I was like two years sober when I heard that. And I was like, hey, I think that's probably what held me back for a while. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. why we share because we have no idea when we're going to hear what we need to hear. No. But the, the ACA book talks about that. It says um, many of us still wonder if we deserve help. So like, the, you know, the, that's why you're saying the confidence you need to build, the self-worth you need to build. And others wonder if we'll be rejected if we take the risk and ask. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that was the take other the thing. Fear of, rejection. Yes. Fear yeah. of rejection. rejection was big oh, for gosh, me too. They say, no, they can't help me. Oh, yeah. then my true core belief that I'm not good enough to be helped is going to yeah. be true. Yeah. And, and that, yeah, exactly. And how, and, and the next question that Tiffany was in, on page 26, how does fear affect my choices? That's a good fucking question, man. How does fear affect my choices? Fear can affect my choices in every way from being scared to leave the house, from being scared to ask something. I was just working with somebody today and they said that, um, well, I'm afraid to ask them. And like, well, what are you afraid to ask them? What they're going to say? Yes or no. And if they say no, then you move on to the next person and ask that person, whatever. If they say yes, then you're in. But yeah. that fear, you know, I understand that fear, that fear, that social fear anxiety, fear of rejection, fear of, mm -hmm. you know, you know, there's, there's an fear old saying. The unknown. Exactly. There's an old saying that our, um, that Jeff, um, our, 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 when he comes on our clinical guy, Jeff Zazel, um, fall down seven, get up eight. You know, I, and, and Thomas Edison, his, his, his whole thing is, you know, it took him, um, it took 999 ways how not to invent the light bulb, right? The mm -hmm. 1000th way 
he invented the light bulb or 10,000 way, whatever it was, he invented the light bulb. But if he didn't go through that process each time, and I always say it on the show, we would not have, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't have this show. We wouldn't have light. We wouldn't have any mm -hmm. of this stuff. Right. I mean, so you're going to fall down. You're going to get hurt. You're going to get bumped and bruised. That's how we learn. That's how we get through things. But fear can hold us back from learning. Fear can hold us back from any, like whatever it is. And mm -hmm. this is a big part of this step um, is overcoming our fear. Overcoming That's why our fear. I like these questions, you know, because yeah. yeah. we can go through and this next section is redeeming the past. Yeah. How, how do I hold God, the redeemer at arm's length and why, mm -hmm. or a higher power? How do I hold my higher power at arm's length and why? You know, I, I notice now I did that with Alcoholics Anonymous. I kept mm -hmm. them at arm's length, you know, got all oh, these yeah. workbooks, you know, I'm, I, I can, I'm an educated woman. I'm like, I can read the stuff. I can do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And was keeping everybody and everything at arm's length. And here, now that I look back, I was doing the same thing with this step. I was yeah. keeping yep. that, you know, God of my understanding at arm's length, like, well, I know well, a little yeah. bit, but not enough. Well, because we have to make a decision. We have to, yes. it says right there. And a commitment. A yeah. A commitment. Uh, you know, it's keep it at arm's length. I don't have to make a decision just yet, you know? And, and, you know, I'm, and, and I know a lot of couples probably go through this, but every time my wife goes, well, where do you want to go to dinner? I don't know. Where do you want to go out to dinner? I don't know. Where do you want to go? You know, it's my commitment is, you know, I'm afraid I'm not going to tell her the right place or I'm afraid I'm, you know, that's a fear of, of not making a commitment, not making mm -hmm. a decision. So I'd rather put it on you and tell you to make that decision so i don't fuck it up and i'm not learning if i do that so if if i say let's go here to dinner well no i don't like that so i just learned something right didn't i just learn something she does not like taco bell well she doesn't like taco bell anyways but um she does not like taco bell so now i put that in the back of the memory and say okay sure. don't mm -hmm. say taco bell then you know and that's how we learn guys we keep on mm -hmm. i fell down i didn't i i said something but you know, I, we go to the next one and then we learn. We fall down seven, get up eight. This is the step where I finally got a sponsor. I finally had enough courage to ask for, ask a sponsor. Mm -hmm. uh, because that, and that's where I stopped keeping A at arm's length. You know, I, I actually, that was a big deal. Cause I, one, I approached a woman who I didn't know. And, you know, and I have trust issues, right? Mm -hmm. So I, and, and I, um, I was asking for help. Like Sky said, I don't like doing that. Mm -hmm. I was asking for help and actually letting somebody in, you know, really? on, on my life mm -hmm. that I don't even know. It was incredible. It was crazy. But with her help is where she taught me. Bill said this was just the beginning. Just to start, right? Are you willing to? Are you willing to do this? Mm -hmm. yeah. Are you willing to turn it over to that God of your understanding that you figured out in step two? Are you willing to turn it over? Yeah. Okay, well, let's start. Okay, yeah. that's yeah. it. Yeah. Boom, start, move on. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. What fears have the most power in our lives, God? I mean, guys, God. What fears <laughs> do you God. have? God. God. That's a good question, too. Uh, what fears have the most power in our lives? Sky, what, what do you have for that? What fears? Uh, probably fears of things happening to my son. Like, mm -hmm. you know, so I, I want to try to control that to make sure he's safe. You know, um, that's my, probably my biggest fear. I'm always scared he's going to bubble around the so kids. Handsome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like my son, like, cause he's, he's like what gave me life, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
How about you? How about you, Tiff? What fears? Um, the biggest one that I'm working through is is my fear of abandonment. Mm. Um, because there's so much with that. I I so just my fear of abandonment comes from. I'm gonna cry. Um, there's different layers to that fear of abandonment. You know, I put up walls to either not let anybody in in the beginning because I don't want to be left behind. Right. Then mm -hmm. I put myself in this. I've learned that I'm a people pleaser because I don't want to hear. No, I want to mm -hmm. make everybody happy. I can, you know, make you happy. Then you won't leave me. Or uh, I pick the people that I have to save because if you need me, then you won't leave me. Yep. You know, there's so much, you know, and then. Or I, when I'm in a relationship, any relation, doesn't matter who it is, I self-sabotage because just mm -hmm. in case that's going to end, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to end it first. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's a big one. And then if like, I, I have a huge fear of, of losing the child or losing Chris. I really have a fear of losing, mm -hmm. especially yeah. And I, this, I don't want to say, especially I have a big fear of losing Chris, like just. He saved me. I was your role dog. I feel the same way about Charles. Guy, what does yeah. it say about in that ACA book about that? <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, there is some stuff on abandonment here for yeah. sure. Yeah. You know? well, oh, there's right. a but lot on abandonment. Oh, yeah. And that just ties in with a lot of control. And like that's kind of like a technique we we learned growing up, you know, survival. Yeah product of our environment guys i'm not exactly. saying to blame it on anything but there is we we are a product of our in our own we had environment. to survive yeah yeah exactly well, that fear of abandonment gave me also this hyper awareness too so i'm always tense but i'm totally mm. aware of everything that's going on around mm. me there's just so many layers to that thing you know and, and then where did it come from and how did it start you know and you know, was it your dysfunctional family or was it the alcohol and addiction exactly. or was it that yeah. you were abandoned for real or was it, you know, like <laughs> I'm all sorts of fucked up. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Me too. Um, <laughs> I don't agree that you are. I agree that. Yes, yes, I am too. Um, page 36 of, of uh, the 12 and 12, it says, if I keep on turning my life and my will over to the care of something or somebody else, what would become of me? What would become of me, right? Is that what we're kind of talking about here? I don't have like Tiffany. I'm going to use you as an example. I don't have, um, I don't have Chris anymore. Skyra, I don't have Charles anymore. What am I going to do? What What would become of me? You know, we have to, you know. So I'm going to keep those people close to me, and I'm going to control. And I don't mean this in a bad way. I'm just saying, mm -hmm. you know, that's 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 the fear of abandonment. Somebody leaving us. You know, if somebody leaves me, it's okay. It'll happen. It'll, it'll, I'll get through it. I've been through two divorces already, you know, and you, and I know Tiff, you've been through a divorce or two and, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe even three, <laughs> three or four. Yeah. Check. <laughs> is anybody have checked the box off for their biggest goal this year is to get a divorce? I'm sure there is. Oh, Finalize the divorce. Below. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but seriously, like what would become of me? You're my identity. My drink was my identity. My um, fear is my identity. My, um, my car is my identity. My properties are my identity, whatever it is what would become me? So now I'm going to turn it all over and I have no identity anymore. Well, yeah, we do. We do. Surrendering mm -hmm. is what, what did, uh, I think you said all sky oh, surrendering is winning, right? Yeah. Surrendering, surrendering is winning. And, you know, and winning. the more 
dependent we are on God, the more independent we are as, as people. As people, yes. And yeah. you know what ACA points out that I didn't, I don't see it in, at least in NA literature, but I could have missed it. But it says, um, the, the more we let go of, uh, I'm sorry, the more we let go, right, the stronger our boundaries become. Talks about that. And the ACA paradox, letting go creates stronger boundaries. I never thought about boundaries as far as that. I as would we'll say that. that when I get intense or or in fear mode or whatever i i then i i go into like this blank space in my head you know it's a cope as a coping mechanism like i cut off all my feelings oh yeah and and until i can let that stuff go mm-hmm. or let whatever go especially resentment or anger or fear you know let it go let all that stuff go then I can see where I have set healthy boundaries along the way as I started letting go of those things. Because I understand, I understand now. Yeah. I understand more about myself. That was a normal reaction. Like that was what you learned. It's your normal reaction. So now we're kind of derailing that. And you know what I mean? Changing it. Yes, for sure. And I like that uh, we sit here and laugh about our stuff. I really do. Because Mm. I think that is really healthy laughter is so healthy yes um we have to laugh about our stuff i'm glad i can look back and laugh now at some of this stuff like like i let you stab me (laughs) (laughs) and guys we all have a couple things exactly and talking about relapse on sudafed (laughs) (laughs) it's real Guys, this is also a product of our environment. There's a good product of our environment too, because this is what we do yes. all the time. We are a product of our environment today because Definitely. we surround ourselves with people. We we do what we have to do. And it does seem weird. And maybe a newcomer's listening to this and saying, How can they laugh at being afraid? How can they laugh at being abused? How can and we're not laughing at it? We're just we we heal from our experience and we're moving on. So we're not laughing at the situation. And don't get me wrong, there is no way we're 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 downplaying it situation it's just that we were able to grow through it and we're, we're looking at our situation and and moving through that situation yeah like change the narrative a little bit the perspective and the lens exactly. i look at it yeah you know yeah, yeah. and guys just counting it it's just yeah. changing it up exactly Fear of change is a big thing for me too once i yeah. know like I, I i need to know what's going on not to control it i just want to know and and if there's yes. an, a sudden change then i get a squirrel off Right. Not knowing is worse really. than, than not knowing. knowing it, right? It could be the like, worst thing ever, but at least what? I know. You're the unknown. What's yes. Worse, better to dance with the devil you know than a devil you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, how exactly. true is that? I mean, it's not true, but you know. But here's the thing: you dance with the devil that you know. You're gonna get what you know. You're not gonna grow. You're not gonna learn. You're not gonna do you anything. Get in what you put in. Exactly. Exactly. And then yeah. if you dance with the devil that you don't know, there's all kinds of possibilities. All kinds of possibilities. They said something today on uh, was what was it? Um, on on I think on the the, the meeting this morning about um, God, trust. Uh, about offenses around trust. I forgot what they said. Uh, I'll, I'll remember what what it said, but um, but I'll get back to that. But is shame somehow um connected to our fears? Do you guys? Oh think? yeah. Shame. Why? Shame, definitely. Why shame? Well, I feel like there's something wrong with me for not being able to do certain things, like turn my will over and control it. Or if I can't control it, there's something wrong with me. Like, uh, you know, like it's it's like comes down to that self worth stuff. Yeah. So I definitely yeah. have to work on that. Yeah. Or when I have to go through something painful, like like mm. in real life, in recovery, and stay clean. Mm. Like that's scary stuff. Yeah. You know. 
Yeah. You lose a job, you uh, relapse, you uh, miss a car payment, your credit car gets, accident you know, recovery. I had a huge yeah. issue with that because yeah. I hadn't gotten those- a car accident since I was getting high. And uh, it, it was like, it wasn't even, it was an accident. Shit happens. Yeah. And I was like, you know, a mess. <laughs> but all those what ifs, right? Are, yeah, are exactly, my shames. Yeah. Like, yeah. well, what, like you said, what if I lose my job? Then what will people think of me? Or how shameful? I feel shame on myself, like when that yeah. happens and, and yeah. things, things like yeah. if I don't do something perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still do that. I, I, I still have those character defects. Mm-hmm. I still, you know, yeah. Yeah. I ask them to continue to be removed every single yeah. day. And the, if the list is, is getting smaller. Of course. Right. Of course. Yeah. But yeah. it's, you know, I have a, I have a fear of reading and you guys know my reading isn't the best, but you know what? I do it anyways, because there's only one way I'm, I'm going to get better is when I better makes better, right. Mm-hmm. Better makes better. So if I keep doing and, and reading, I'll get better, you know, and, and believe me, it's shameful. I'm like, I'm, I'm a 56 year old man that I can read a book to myself. But when I'm reading out loud, I'm like, I got to practice it. I got to read it over and over. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and a lot of times, as you guys know, on the show, it doesn't come out right. So <clears throat> I used to avoid big book meetings where they would go around and read or step meetings mm-hmm. where they go around and read, or I would not, I wouldn't bring my glasses. Oh, I got to pass. I can't, you know, I mean, I came up with all these crazy excuses. Yep. Now I'm like, you know what? I don't give a shit. I'll read a paragraph. And it is what it is because you know what? Three other people are going to fumble and stumble through it too. And I don't care about if that they do that. I'm, I'm proud at them, but why do I look at myself? Why am I ashamed of myself that I'm doing it? And when I can look at these other people and say, yeah, man, that's cool. You're, you're taking a step to getting better. You know, why can't right. I see that in myself? Right. You know, that's crazy. Well, even yeah. I never would have done this before. Yeah. yeah. Made any sort of change like that because I, of fear of what people would think like what yep. is she doing but yeah. people do what who cares like you said <laughs> who cares what people think about you and what it's none of your business what yes. they think about you yeah, yeah exactly no, you're right it's it, it is none of my business what people think about me and if i if i fumble through the re- well the only thing on this podcast it's there forever so <laughs> yeah. you can't like you can't forget it but no it's okay but you know what it, that's a big fear and my other big fear or, or or being ashamed is is um is my public speaking i mean i can definitely i know i can speak in public but what if i give somebody the wrong information what if i state something wrong or what like tiff you just said it the what ifs the what who the ifs. Fuck cares who the fuck cares about the what ifs just go do a good job do what you have to do no matter what it is well what if what if he or she says no to be my sponsor what if i don't work the step yeah. right you know well if you don't work the step right you can always go back and redo it it doesn't matter if you have a good sponsor they'll work you through it and if they see you making a mistake they'll pull you back and, and have you start again or start but that's whatever. exactly what this step does for us though it, yes it, it gives us like so so in in the in the how and why it says on page 33 recovery doesn't exempt us from having to live through painful situations at some point in our lives we may have to mourn a death of a loved one or mm-hmm. uh, deal with a uh, end of relationship uh when such things happen to us we hurt and no amount of spiritual awareness will take away they take our pain away we do find however that the caring presence of a loving power greater than ourselves will help us get through our pain clean we may find that we are able to feel our higher powers presence in the group, our friends, or in talking to our sponsor. By tapping into the power, we begin to trust and rely on it. And we can cease questioning why painful things happen and trust that walking through the difficult times in our lives can strengthen our recovery. We can grow in spite of our pain and perhaps in response to it. Yeah. I love that paragraph. Those, you know, looking at the lessons learned through all of those challenges that come at mm-hmm. us and the pain that go, we are going through. And yep. it's just, 
it's it's just really like I said last week. We're really part of an incredible program. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm so grateful that I got sober, and I'm even more grateful for the 12 steps because yep. they're so applicable to life. Chris told me the other day he was listening to the podcast that was came out on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and he said he called and he said these podcasts really changed my life. Aww. I learned a lot from, and he's Love like, you, he's not in recovery. He's not, you know, he's not in but recovery. All this stuff can be applied. Like across yes. the board. I have friends that are in recovery that come to me and I'm like, I'm reading them pretty much shit. Like I just read that paragraph and it's relating to them. So it's not just for us. Yes. We all need some spiritual elements in our life to get through some stuff. Yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty uh, incredible that we can use this everywhere and apply it to every situation and learn from it. Like this step says, learn from it, no matter what, right. We're, we have to be willing, willing and have faith and you learn to trust in it. The more you rely on it, you know, mm-hmm. and, and here we go. We, well, there's nothing but up from here. <laughs> yeah, and like Scott said, apply the spiritual principle in our lives, faith, especially in this, in this, in this step, you know, so, mm-hmm. um, uh, Get there's okay. a, there's a, uh, a prayer that I use when I either need to give something over or whatever, like, you know, to, like I said, I have trust issues with people and, um, I had to learn to give it to God. And this is what the first prayer I wrote as I was working on this step, uh, just like me. And I'll use my name. You put whatever thing, person, place, thing in this thing. Sorry, that's the dog. Uh, Just like me, Tiff is seeking some happiness for her life. Just like me, Tiff is trying to avoid suffering in her life. Just like me, Tiff has known sadness, loneliness, and despair. Just like me, Tiff is seeking to fulfill her needs. And just like me, Tiff is learning about life. And that was the prayer, learning to pray and give it to God. Cause that was another fear I had was, was praying. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to do it. I didn't exactly. know what to say. I thought it was, had to be perfect. You know, like Is I, there I order, just, you have to say things, certain things a certain way. Yeah. Yes. The Catholic religion, I, I was taught an Episcopalian, like we had to do it a certain way. I mean, there was order and structure. Oh, yeah. 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 What do I say? How do I say it? I, I had no, not, no knowledge of none of this stuff, you know? So this was a big deal for me. I was on August 27th, 2019, when I was working through this, you know, and, and talking about it. And, uh, I, I just, I, I love that prayer. I use it if I have a resentment working through a resentment. So I use it a lot with, you know, all the steps really, mm-hmm. I use this Yeah. really yeah. all of it, you know? Well, the, the next part of the book, it goes into discovering God, what Tiffany was just talking about. You're discovering God at this point. You're praying, you're, you're, you're figuring out like the higher power has a better, better chance of doing this. than I do, and it, mm-hmm. it says here, it says, um, how does my life reflect in my image of God at any given moment? So I, I see that as, <clears throat> um, as prayer, you know, reflect it, reflect my image of God at any given moment. So I have to be ready at any given moment. What, and correct me if I'm wrong. You guys might have a different take on this. I have to be ready to turn my will and my life over at any given moment. Really? I mean, you know, yep. whatever this, I shouldn't say at any given moment, but whatever situation comes up, if it's a situation that I can't handle, if it's a situation that, um, you know, that, that may not 
require action or it may require action, but not the controlling action that I want to give it. You know, I want, I want to fix, fix, fix. What is, what's the action, you know? And but the and, conscious contact's important for that. Yes. Yeah. So exactly. That's why we have to be like, you know, like I, for me, I don't know about you guys, for, for me, the meditation, I have a place I go in my mind. Like I literally have a place, like it's a little cave enclosed in water and, and I'm, and that's where we talk. Nice. <laughs> so like, you know, but that's why that conscious contact's huge because then yeah. how do we know what to do? I surrender, but then what, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Then what? Yeah. Prayer. How do you pray? You know, Tiff, again, discovering God, there's yeah. no wrong or right way to pray. You know, no. I get on my and knees that's what morning. I was told. Like when, uh, when, when I started working through this and there was a future spiritual advisor, I was actually relying on, I trusted, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, I was writing this stuff down. All this stuff is written in a journal, you know, writing out that whole prayer every time, because I still had that fear of not saying it correctly out loud, but it, I got there. I wrote it down. I used a different, you know, practice. And then mm -hmm. now I just like recite it at the grocery store in my head, you know, if I need <laughs> to, like this bitch uh, is just like me. Yeah. And she is uh, seeking some happiness in her life, you know, like whatever, right? Um, but the bitch I with all the ice cream in her fucking cart, right? And all the cookies <laughs> and all the. <laughs> How does my life to reflect, re reflect my image of God at any given moment? Um, I guess I try to. You know, the book says our job is to go out and do his bidding, right? So I guess that's how I visualize my life is questioning, am I doing, am I doing his bidding mm -hmm. if I'm, you know, when I'm in a situation, mm -hmm. it gives me that, I guess right here, this is where I have that pause, you know? So in my life, how, how does my life reflect, you know, is I reflect by pausing, like I would think. God would or whatever and before mm -hmm. I answer or before I react or yeah. anything like that. And and am I doing am I being kind? Am mm -hmm. I, you know, doing good in the world? Am mm -hmm. what am whatever, even just to my kids, to my neighbor, you know? And so I feel like that answers that question at at any given moment. Yeah. Um, I try I'm trying to do his bidding. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That that's definitely a tough one to answer, but it is a good question because again, at any given moment, anything could happen. You know, anything could happen. You know, yep. we get bad news, we get good news, we get a raise, we get whatever. You know, what I mean, and and it could go either way. So, um, so and and I like these questions. I'll just go down the line here. Um, how do I find this is a good one? How do I define the word surrender? We just talked about that not too long ago, mm. right? Um, surrender, you know, surrender is surrender to win, surrender to win. That is the hardest thing to comprehend, to wrap my surrender and winning is two different things. Surrender is losing and winning, you know, is, is you know, how do you surrender to win? Well, you do because you're turning, you're, you're turning all your bullshit, the bullshit thoughts that you have over and let somebody else handle or your higher power handle. I should say me, I'm turning my, my will and my life over to, to, well, I'm, you know, a decision, you know, made that decision to do that. A decision is surrendering also, right? I'm going to make this decision to turn my will and my life over, right? I'm going to make this decision to put it into somebody else's hands. That's surrendering. If you think about it, put it in somebody else's hands. Tiff, here's a project. I'm going to let you handle it. 
right? Yeah. I'm done. And I know it's going to get done. And if, if that's, if you want to look at it a very simple way, that's how you do it. Now taking my will back and Tiff knows this one. Hey Tiff, did they call yet? Hey Tiff, did they get the email back? Hey Tiff, did they, right? How many times <laughs> did you hear like that? Ed? How many times did you hear that? Right. And what was your answer? Uh, you'll be the first to know. There you go. Right. <laughs> that's how it works. I didn't, I took, I kept taking my will back and something simple as that. I kept taking my will back. I mean, I was excited about the situation. Don't get me wrong, but if I'm going to trust, first of all, if I, if I'm, if I'm going to have a higher power, I'm going to turn my will over. I need to trust a person that's going to do a, a, a task for me. I have to, I have to have that basic trust. I have to surrender my stuff over to somebody that's going to help me. And I don't need to check up on them. I need to let it go. And that's, that's where this, that's for me, that's where I'm turning my will, my life go over to that, to the God of my understanding is when I take my will back. Hey God, how's it going? Hey God, how's it going? Hey God, did I hit that lottery yet? You can't do that. You can't do that. And he will be the first one to tell me. They will be the first one to tell me that it's going well. It, seriously. Yeah. I'll, I'll get every, every indication, every sign, everything that, that yeah. I can get. <laughs> If I turn my will over, if I don't, so right. yeah, if I don't, right. If I don't, my mind, again, my mind isn't open. My mind isn't clear. My mind doesn't have that clear path. And I'm trying to think of 10,000 different other things. And here's the, 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 the shitty part of it. When my mind isn't clear and I'm not thinking right, I might've lost that. It might've went by me already. I might've like jumped over it when I was trying to do something yep. and that, that path you know, that path wasn't cleared. And I, I, I messed it up by trying to take control over, it, sure. you know, uh, I would say surrender to me is I like the phrase, let go and let God, mm -hmm. but I think there's, it's kind of twofold accepting where my two feet are at today, right now. Right. I'm, I'm just right here and really being present and just letting everything else go and let, and let God, but that's how I felt about surrender. How about you, Sky? <laughs> I'm a visual person. You know what I mean? Um, and I and I remember Rob said this to me a long time ago. He doesn't remember saying it, but, you know, it's something I never forgot kind of thing. Right. He said, you could have a comforter, Skylar, but you're holding on to a thread. Mm. And when I think of surrender, I think about that. Like, if I just let go of this one little piece of thread, I could be all snug up in this blanket. Like, so I like to visualize, you know what I mean? But that's what I always think about with surrender. That's great. That's <laughs> great. That's, that's yeah. Surrender, surrender. She's writing it down. Yeah. <laughs> Just writing everything down. You should see these notes when she freaking gets done. So you write a book. I know. I know. I'm always so, looking down. I'm always <laughs> writing. <laughs> what what does resistance look like in your lives, guys? Resistance, like, um, and again, this is a sing, sing being single minded, being uh, kind of wrapped up in in yourself. What does resistance look like? Because if we're not single minded, and if we're thinking of others, and we're we're turning our lives over, we wouldn't have any resistance, right? Eventually, that resistance will either break down one way or the other. It, what 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 do they say? Um, it's either motivation or um desperation at some points right you're either motivated you're or, or you have desperation and and that's kind of i think what this says to me is is when i'm resisting something that's desperation i'm i'm grasping for something just to try to hang on to it. when i'm motivated i'm going to go out 
I'm going to teach people. I'm going to learn from people. I'm going to get on a pod and listen to a podcast. I'm going to get on a meeting. That is, that's when, when the resistance doesn't hit my life. That's when my sponsor says, go to a meeting. That's when my sponsor says, write a step four and do a step mm -hmm. five. That's when, um, you know, my wife asked me to take the garbage out. Fuck you. You take the garbage out. Well, <laughs> that would not go well, right? That would not go well. And and I don't think you would say that to your wife. So why would I say that to, to, into my life? Why would I not go to a meeting? Why would I resist going to a meeting in my life? Why? Because I take my will back because I don't have faith in somebody, you know? Sure. I'm not going to go to a meeting tonight. And when, 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 you, when you say that and then you do go to a meeting, it's the best damn meeting you ever went to in Always. your life, right? <laughs> what about the you? It's the worst. And then you like, but you still got like one great message, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, resistance. Did you say my name? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Ladies, I uh, said. So. It, it, I uh, <laughs> not, not, not growing. Mm -hmm. not changing, not accepting, you know, what's coming at me, what's really happening, resisting that, not accepting that stuff. And this is kind of where I talked about uh, when I start to resist things, I know when I'm doing it, because that's when I start cutting off those emotions and those feelings where I go into that space, or yep. I just, it, it's ignoring everything else, right? Mm -hmm. I, 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 and the, as a coping mechanism. And so, uh, just not accepting change, you know, not, ex not having acceptance in your life is mm -hmm. resistance to me and not growing or changing. And being, being a martyr, right. Or being uh, the victim instead of the victor, oh, yeah. right. Sure. That's huge. When, when you, when you resist anything, oh, well, why should I do that? It's not going to give me anything good anyways. I tried it before and I failed. Mm -hmm. I didn't do it right. Or that's the martyr. That's, that's the victim. That's a victim mentality. And I get stuck yeah. in that a lot too. I'm not a lot, but I get stuck in it every once in a while. And not a lot. You don't No way. <laughs> no, not I a love lot, newcomers, but it happens, or, you know, I always hear, oh, well, the steps aren't going to work for me, but they've never done it. Yeah. Like, I, I, yeah. I tried it once. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> never even tasted the shit. You know? <laughs> so that's, I'm not trying to. Yeah, I used to think that the pills weren't going to work for me either. So I took tw <laughs> twice as much. <laughs> but Sky, you, that's a good point you bring up. Uh, talk more about that. I love that. It, it's true. You know, this, this isn't going to work for me. You know, it's AA. It's not going to work for me. So I'm, I'm not trying to like overly give Rob credit, but <laughs> there's another <laughs> saying he taught me and it's what I think all the time. And, and I, I say this and I, I'm telling you guys, it's going to stick with you. The more you persist, the more they resist. Mm. Then you can reverse it. The more they resist, the more you they persist. So like if I'm trying to fix my control, manipulate a situation because I think I know what's best, that's yeah. when it's really not working. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I just always think about that when I resist it, it's actually going to make it worse. Yeah. So really this and the, the correct answer is taking our will back. Yes, that's exactly it. Yes, right? yes exactly. Yeah. The, the next question is what do I have? To, um, what do I have to face in myself when I draw myself closer to God, when I draw closer to God, what do I have to face in myself when I draw closer to God? Like the mm. truth, I think I have to face the truth. I can't, I can't lie from God. I can't hide from God. They got the God of my understanding or my HP or my universe, or whatever mm. is all knowing. So yeah, that my beliefs are false. That, that yeah. all the beliefs I have about myself yeah. are wrong. Yeah, exactly. And you and, and if, if I try to lie or try to, you know, I know when I'm when I'm trying to pull one over on God. I know, you know. 
foxhole prayers, right? I swear, God, this will never happen again. Perfect example. No, I, I promise, just get me out of this DUI. You know, I always use a po pocket full of cocaine and, and the DUI line. Just maybe they'll break it up before I get up there. Or maybe they won't find the cocaine or, you know, whatever it is, you know. And that's a perfect, perfect example of, you know, I'm drawing God close to me, but I'm also fucking lying to him because he knows if, in, in my addiction, I'm not going to do that. You know, I'm not going to do that. I feel like I have to face... <clears throat> what do I have to face in myself when I draw close to God is I have to face reality. Yeah. Because when I'm talking to him, it's all about reality. You know, whether I'm admitting something or, you know, asking, praying for someone, you know, saying things, I'm really actually saying it out loud or even just in my head. It's like, Oh, it, that's really happening. That's real. That or denial. That's real. Right. I did. Yes. No more denial. Yeah. I'm actually facing once you're out there, you can't go back. It sucks so bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's I know. True. It's like, you know I, mean? I said like, it. I can't so take true. it back. <laughs> yeah. Once you get out of there, you cannot go back. It's no. Like, you cannot yeah. know something. Just you like can't. this podcast. Once we say it, we can't get it back. That's it. I know. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> unless Carl doesn't produce it and, and then we just have nothing up, but no, you're right. Once, once, you know, like John, uh, John L on our meetings, he always goes, always says, I need the unseen juice. Right. You know, like, you know, when you see something that you, you know, or, or when you say something and this is it, this is it right here. Uh, you cannot take it back once you, once you do it, you know, it's, it's so true. So um, we have one more here. How is addiction connected to my resistance to God's direction in my life? Uh, that's a tough one. I don't know. How's my addiction connected to my resistance to God's direction in my life? Well, that's taking my will back. I'm guessing because, you know, I guess my addiction kicks in or whatever it is, you know, when, when I'm taking my will back, I, I don't quite understand that. Do you ladies have any, anything to talk Well, about? when I put the two words like addiction and resistance together, mm -hmm. you know, that's kind of my it is about myself, Will, you know, and I, I, my addiction brings out all those, that all or nothing thinking, you know, and which is resistance to, to, you know, whatever, accepting life on whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, my addiction brings out, my addiction brings out the worst in me, the worst in me. Mm -hmm. And so that is where when it brings out the worst in me is when I talk to God less. I notice that when my behaviors, my addictive behaviors come out in me, I start resisting God. And That's then we need each other I say, start like, changing everything. Prayed? Have you prayed? I need people to say that because you're right. As yeah. soon as I start getting in that mood, I forget all about prayer and God. Yes. And oh, yeah. Are you yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So that's why I need you guys to be like, Skylar, did you pray? Yeah. Like, that's that's it's something so simple, but we yeah. need to say it to each other. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, guys, I'm going to end the show here with this little bit. And if you guys want to join me, this is a perfect way of ending the step and the show. Right. I'm going to read it from page 41. Um, the last uh, last little paragraph here, it says, um, where is it? Uh, in all times of emotion, distur emotional disturbance or indecisions, we can pause, ask for quiet and in the stillness, simply say, God. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. 
thy will, not mine be done. Amen. I mean, how can you, how, how, how can you say it better than that? Stay, Stay so so <laughs> Wait, wait. Oh, go ahead. Goodbye. Step three. Goodbye. Step three. Yes. <laughs> Hello. Goodbye, step, step four. Three. Yes. Step four <laughs> next wait. week. Next step four next week. Yep. Yeah. Next week you guys will be listening to step four and it'll, it'll be fun, but that is a perfect way to end it guys. And, um, great show ladies. We, we did a lot of, uh, soul searching this month. A lot of, um, things that we, uh, we're proud of, not so proud of on these shows. Um, if you guys want to kind of take a step back at the beginning of this and listen to all step three, I think it'll help. And again, this is just our opinion. This is what we went through. This is what our sponsors went through. And this is how we learn. And again, it's not it's not set in stone. It may not be right for you. Um, pieces of it might be. Um, and just take what you need out of this and leave the rest for others. I've realized a lot in myself about this step. I've oh, yeah. seen a lot in myself. I've noticed a lot. I've learned a lot as we've reviewed this step over the last month. Yeah. If you want to learn a lot about a step, do a podcast on, on the step of the month. Seriously. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, y'all. Skyler's right, got a big night ahead. That's it. Stay <laughs> sober, everybody. This concludes this episode of Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast. Follow us on Facebook for past shows and updates and enjoy free access to twice daily support meetings. Friends in Recovery, the Addiction Recovery Podcast is available on Facebook, Podbean, iTunes, and YouTube 24 hours a day, seven days a week.